The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up after 10.15, our, our baby boomer panel joins us. We have uh, a gentleman and a lady who will be joining us, but of course we want you to join us too. We're going to talk about boomer, singlehood, sexuality, how it uh, differs from our younger years, and maybe our millennial listeners can learn something from the boomer Panel. So I hope you will join us with your texts and your calls as well after 10.15. But first... Calling's not the only way to connect. The inbox is easy and always open at 514-800. Remember, you can always email me to laurie at drlaurie.com. JD wrote, and this is from last night, just never got to it, uh, and maybe you can answer this one too, you guys. Why does a woman ask you if you think they look fat? You know, (laughs) really what's going on here? Why would somebody ask you, hey, do I look fat in these pants or do do, do you think I look fat? Whatever it is. Your partner wants validation from you. Your partner wants to feel like no matter how they look, whether they're overweight, not overweight, whether they've gained a pound or two, whether whatever it is, they want to know from you that they are still desirable. So the answer should be, no, you don't look fat. You're perfect and beautiful to me. That's what matters <laughs> right there. So don't get caught in, uh, in, in the trap. You know, you can say, well, maybe those pants are, don't accentuate your figure as nicely as let's say the other pants that you, that you wear. You can certainly say that. Um, but as a general rule, like try and understand what's behind the question, not just the actual question. So you'll have to get out of your rational, logical brain uh, and um, and think about what's the underlying thing here. And maybe address that feeling instead, right? Maybe say, are you feeling undesirable, honey? Is this why you're asking this question? Like if you're able to get to the feeling, it's, uh, it's better. Um I don't know if that one's for me. All right, here's a question. I'm 57. My husband is 60. We are married for 38 years. He wants more sex and any problem we have, argument, disagreement, he has a habit of keeping a grudge, long face. Sometimes it can last one week to two weeks. Now, during that time, I'm mad. Try to talk, try to be nice, and then his response... I'm not giving him sex. This back and forth is making me resentful. I don't know if this is it for me. So, of course, you're going to feel resentful. This is certainly an an, uh, understandable. Um, Someone who gives you the cold shoulder, we call this stonewalling. When somebody just puts up a wall and ignores you and kind of makes you beg for attention, that is not going to make you want to be sexual. So the fact that he then throws back with, well, you're not giving him any sex, I don't see how you could even have sex. And it's not about giving. First of all, that that kind of um, 
the the way it's said, you're not giving me any sex, sounds very entitled, like I deserve the sex, it is my right to have the sex, and you should be doing this for me. That's not what healthy sex is in a relationship. It's a shared experience. It's shared pleasure. It's not one person simply servicing another person. So your husband is going to have to get on, on, on track here. And I really recommend, so before you walk away from this relationship, I mean, you've invested 38 years, how about some counseling, some couple counseling, where he can hear it from someone else that he's going about getting his sex completely the wrong way. And you should know stonewalling is one of those predictors of divorce. It's a, it's a form of, dare I say, abuse. Um, it's That silent treatment can feel very um, abusive in a way that neglect is abuse, for example. So uh, get into counseling right away and tell him, I'm sorry, but th- these are my conditions. To stay in this relationship, uh, we need to find a way to better communicate. This is not working for me. And you're not communicating. That's the biggest problem here. So you need to learn how to do this. If you want a referral or um, you want to come see me, we can do video conferencing at this point, then uh, get in touch with me and I'll be happy to to refer you or see you myself or what have you. But this is, this is the kind of situation that uh, really requires outside help. Uh, hi, Dr. Laura. Yes, that's a good answer, all right, about women looking fat. Uh, women are looking for an emotional response from their guy. Uh, so this is not about logic or fact or anything like that. You have to come from an emotional place, which means you have to put on your compassion hat at this point to be able to see and, and feel what she's really saying. That's the important thing. Uh, Dr. Lori, thanks for all you have taught me. You're amazing. I love your show. Thank you. I always try to challenge you to meet questions that peeps are afraid to ask. So here it is. To the ladies out there, if you're fixed, and I think you mean women are not cats that go to the, or dogs that go to the vet to get fixed, okay? I think you're talking about, um, you're talking about tubal ligation. You're talking about things like that. It's a little bit different than being fixed. So we don't, we just don't use that language for, uh, for women. Uh, can get pregnant or not. So uh, no, if you've got your tubes tied, you will not get pregnant or at least pretty much not. I mean, there are occasional, I guess, messed up operations, maybe on the off chance, but really not. Um, and then you ask, what percentage of women like a man to ejaculate inside them? Does it intensify the orgasm? What say you ladies, please help. <laughs> so he wants to hear from the women. So there is an effect of with the ejaculation deep inside the force of the ejaculation can stimulate another spot that women find arousing is the cervix. 
So you're reaching that and that, that stimulation, the pulsing also during the ejaculation in a woman's vagina can also increase uh, pleasure. So it doesn't mean that uh, she's going to uh, orgasm at the exact same time as you or what have you, but there is a pleasurable sensation when that happens. Um, obviously, if you're practicing safe sex, you need a condom that's a little bit different, although the pulsing you will, uh, you will feel. Coming up on the program, our Boomer panel will join us. You've been asking for it. Well, here it is. Uh, we will have Mark and Mallory who will join us uh, in just a few moments to talk about sexuality, dating, singlehood, loneliness, remarriage, anything you throw their way, by the way, and anything you want to talk about, we'll talk about. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Yay, the Baby Boomer panel is on it, and we are going to play only 70s music for this panel, which I'm happy about. Joining me tonight, a couple of our uh, listeners from the Passion community are here with us. Mark, he's 61 years old and single. Hi, Mark. Hi, how are you? I'm really well, thank you. And we have Mallory, who's 59 years old, who's married, was married for over 20 years, then was single, then remarried again, so she can really talk about both sides of that as well. (laughs) So welcome to the program. So excited to have you guys. Hi, Dr. Laurie. Hi. So I want to invite uh, our Boomer listeners as well to weigh in on any of the topics that we're going to talk about tonight at 514-800. You can also call in at 514-790-0800. So I don't know if you uh, heard earlier there was uh, somebody who wrote in, uh, a woman who wrote in saying that her husband would give her the cold shoulder, get would get irritated, and then he would like throw at her, yeah, but you're not giving me sex, and and... You know, this would not make her very happy, of course. So I wanted to talk about that because we, are, the three of us are baby boomers. I'm on the, the, uh, I'm the youngest of the baby boomers. But, um, there was a time when this was the way it was, right? It was like women felt that they had to give sex. And even men grew up with this expectation that this is what marriage was about you know, you've got to give me sex. And of course, this is my biggest uh, pet peeve. As one texter says, I really like what you said, Lori, that sex is a mutually agreed upon and shared experience as opposed to a personal entitlement. If only men would get that through their thick egotistical skulls, however. (laughs) So I wanted to get the female point of view and the male point of view just on that, that, point who wants to go first (laughs) ladies first all right ladies first (laughs) mallory i have a feeling you have something to say about this ah yes (laughs) um you know my ex-husband felt that it was just something i had to do and it was like entitlement it never felt like it's something he wants to do with me hey baby you look great or anything it was you are my wife you have to and, I mean, that's not much foreplay. No. I think it's really in the delivery, you know. Yeah, but their their true self will come out, and eventually you see that they see it as an entitlement, 
and not something they can enjoy with their spouse. Or something they have to work at to make sure that their spouse, you know, wants wants to want to with you, right? By, by exactly. telling telling your partner, hey, uh, I married you, you're mar- we're married, uh, uh, like pay up, you know? It's like it, it's your duty uh, to do this. I don't know any woman who feels good <laughs> about it's having dutiful sex. Exactly. It's, it, and that's literally what it ends up being is dutiful sex. You're not really even enjoying it right. because it's, you know, but, you know, it, it's been a week or whatever, but I'm really, I'm sick, <laughs> you know, or something, you know, I have a fever. It doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, now, I will say... Uh, yeah, there you go. It's only 15 minutes of your time. That, did you ever hear that comment? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I didn't. I Mark, didn't hear that one. Mark, but be careful. I will say not all men are like that because no. my current husband is literally the total opposite. Exactly. Uh, Mark, what say you on this? Well, you know what? I'm a diehard romantic, but let's be honest. Um, a lot of women use sex as leverage. Okay, oh. to to get something that they may want. Like? Well, I don't know, um, anything, you know what I mean? Like, it all depends, you know what I mean? Like, I've come across it. I mean, I was married. I was married for uh, 14 great years. Mm-hmm. And uh, she used to uh, play on it a little bit. Hey, baby, you know what? Uh, uh, come with me to this and, uh, you know, uh, you know. We'll have fun to... afterwards. Yeah. I don't know if it's so much as leverage as if you do something nice, if you make me feel good and you do something nice, I'm far more open to being sexual. Absolutely. Okay. But it's still still leverage because let's be honest, males are, uh, uh, well, in my opinion, are more sexually driven than than women. Yeah. Well, Mm. uh, uh, this person writes in, when play turns into duty, the game is over. (laughs) I agree. Uh, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. For sure. Yeah. So, again, you know, leverage, um, I, I understand. And, and listen, I also know plenty of men who will say things like, look, uh, honey, I did the dishes for you and I cleaned up for you. Like, uh, can we have, like, shouldn't you be giving me sex now? Like, I've, I've heard that, too, from men. <laughs> Do you know my ex-husband? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it it's like it, it, it plays both ways here. Like, I, uh, I don't know. I, I do not know any one of my friends, even in my age group, who has not lied at least once to, for sex. And lied in what, like, what? Well, sense? you know what I mean? Uh, you know, like uh, making a, a kind of a promise to their wife or girlfriend, uh, um, just a way to try and uh, have sex that night. Mm-hmm. Or with them, you know. But that's, but that's the, that's a male thing, right? Well, that that sounds like a, a manipulation a little bit. But then, but well, then, what you're describing is both both genders manipulate in relationships absolutely. to some de- to Ab- some absolutely. degree. And it makes it a little. And you know what? It makes it interesting, and it makes it somewhat fun. Well, yeah, I, I suppose, except that when you get into a situation, and I I was just speaking to uh, somebody this week where. It, it turns into a situation where I'm going to have sex with you to shut you up. 
like so that you don't bug me, so that you're not irritable, so that you're you become a, a more of a pussycat and you're not yelling and you're not screaming and and what have you. So you know, in in situations like that, it, it's a form of manipulation. Like I'm doing this, but the person who's doing this doesn't feel good about it. Over time, you start to resent that. You know what, eh? My ex-wife actually said that to me once, and this was afterwards. I even asked her. I said, I thought you didn't feel like it. She said, well, you know what? She says, you would have kept bugging me anyway. And I felt bad about it, to be honest with you. Right. So it's that bugging. Mallory, any uh, thoughts on that? You know, what What I find is those men are missing the big thing, is women want attention. We want attention. We want to be told we look or we're attractive. We want to be told we look sexy. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get more flies with honey than vinegar. But, you know, how do you think the reception would be if, you know, you said, oh, baby, you look great tonight. Oh, my God, you look so good. Oh, you smell so delicious. Oh, chances are you're going to get sex. But if it's, uh, hey, I emptied the dishwasher, you know, the (laughs) least you can do... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the least you can do, yeah. <laughs> Fill in the sex act right there. Right. Yeah, over time that will grate on any, any woman's nerves. I can tell you that for sure. That does not work. Uh, we've got our boomer panel on Mallory, 59 years old, Mark, 61 years old, and uh, now single. Mallory was married for a couple of decades and then remarried, divorced, and then remarried again. Um, would love to hear some of your thoughts as well at 514-800, or you can certainly call in at 514-790-0800. The passion poet weighs in. The best lovers are the boomers. They have the experience with a touch, passion, love, and sensuality. The romance is never too much. They come from a more simple time when the personal touch was really there. Meeting someone new is really special, that magic moment beyond compare. Internet dating is okay, but you can never be too sure. The feelings are just not the same and likely premature. Well, and speaking of premature, as you get older, thankfully, that kind of goes away for men. (laughs) It lasts longer, so just want to say that. (laughs) Um, And then another text says, when you're good at it, your wife comes to you for it. No? No, that's the thing. It's not about being good at sex. In fact, there was a study done looking at saying that you could be too good, like being good at sex, being mechanically good at sex is not what makes the sexual relationship great. I think people need to understand that. So, and even if it was great one night, it doesn't mean the next night, just because it was great, we had a great time that I'm going to necessarily want to just keep doing that every single day. So I think men don't quite get that. There's a lot of things guys don't get, believe me. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Don't you like Mark? (laughs) A lot of things men don't get. Oh, man. Well, I'm the first to admit it, you know? Well, I suppose you've learned a lot over the years. So in in your 61 years and having been married and having been single and, and you're dating in your early years to your dating in your later years... What do you think you've learned about women? Um, you know what? You can never learn enough, and you're always learning. That's good. I like that answer, <laughs> which means you're always seeking to know. Yeah, absolutely. Because right? you know what? A lot of men think that most women are the same, when in fact they're all very, very different. 
okay? And in my, uh, in my 61 years or in my, uh, let's say, uh, uh, 50 or 40, 46 years of, uh, of, of being with, with women, I have yet to meet a woman who is not beautiful in her own way. That's beautifully said, Mark. I, I like that. Mallory, like that? Yeah. I, I do I, like that. It's huh. true. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. I kind of feel like wanting to leave this music on the whole time. <laughs> Uh, all right, it's our baby boomer panel, so you're hearing, uh, yes, some older music. I'm sure we can, uh, many of us can relate to all that. So we're three of us. Three of us are baby boomers. I'm on the younger end at uh, 56 years old. Mallory is 59. Uh, she's now married. She was married for over 20 years, I believe, and was single for a bit and then remarried again. Uh, Mark is 61 years old and uh, was married for 14 years and is presently single and we'd love to hear from you here's a couple of texts from our uh, passion community communication has to happen before the sex quality sex is even on the horizon stonewalling is a red flag for more than just sex deprivation in the relationship and then another one says men can be doofusy about sex sometimes i like mark's comments about learning about women so there you have it uh, I think people are, are, are in agreement. But now, both of you have been single in your uh, 50s and, and 60s, clearly. Um, can you talk about how different... First of all, have you been on online dating and, and used uh, like the apps that all the younger people use as well, Mallory? Um, oh, yeah. I went on the online dating. I went on all of them. Oh, yeah? I'd, I was determined that, you know, I was single... And it was going to be a hard year going through a divorce and the children and selling house. I decided I was just going to live life and I was just going to have a lot of sex. (laughs) Sex that you wanted, not not dutiful sex. (laughs) Not dutiful, exactly. I wanted to have it for pleasure and I wanted and I just went on all the dating apps and, you know, there's a lot of weeds out there and you have to learn to pull those. But there was a lot of fun Men out there, I had a blast. Okay, what about you, Mark? <laughs> you know what? That's what I used it for. That's why I was laughing when she said that. Because <laughs> there's a lot of women on dating sites. That's all they're looking for. Is sex? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, okay, which is interesting because it's probably busting a myth around older age people Um you know, that casual sex is like a young thing, but clearly not. But it also sounds to me like women in their 50s are more in control or feel more in control of their sexuality and so feel less badly than younger people do about casual sex because they're not—they're actually not looking for more anyway. They're not hoping for more. And you know what? There's a lot of married women on dating sites, a lot. Really? Absolutely. Well, there are a lot of married men, too, according to the A lot the of ladies. married men, too. <laughs> so you encountered those, too, Mallory? Oh, ab- yes, I did. I did encounter them. Their wives didn't want to have sex with them anymore. So Wait. I don't know what their business is. I don't know. Maybe he's a big 
jerk at home. I have no idea what the circumstances are. This is are. the story they're telling you, of course. Exactly, right. exactly. And I personally, I, I didn't care, uh, you know, because I didn't want anything from them. They were very, I, do, I only wanted one thing from them. And, you know, mm-hmm. and that was fine, you know. But it uh, there was a lot of uh, married men there. Just my wife's not having, I love my wife. I'm not going to leave her. I have children, but she's just not having sex with me, and I want to have sex. Mm-hmm. So there was a many men like that. Hmm. What so is... you went with married men? <laughs> Let's not, no judgy, okay? We're not oh, going to be judgy judging. tonight. I'm not judging. <laughs> she wasn't the one doing anything wrong. She wasn't married. Wasn't my sin. Well, that's a good way of putting it. It wasn't your <laughs> sin. Well, that's, that's okay. That, that makes two of us. There you go. So you both had that experience. Now, in comparison, if you were to compare your dating um, in your early years, so your 20s, versus dating in your 50s, when you're fast-forwarding 30 years, what can you? are you able to identify what was different for you, besides the technology part, obviously? Um, I find uh, I had a lot more confidence. I'm more, I knew what I wanted. I wasn't going to play any games mm-hmm. that, you know, when you're younger, this kind of like, you know, you spend a lot of time. What are they thinking? You know, what are they doing? And you're, you're trying to see if there's a game being played. Oh, when you're older, you don't care. It's, okay. it's, you're, you, you know yourself more. You know what you want. You know what you don't want. You have a lot more confidence and self-esteem and, uh, so that's what that's what, how it was like for me. Right. So a lot Absolutely. of a lot of women also and men I suppose as they get older, we would think or imagine that uh maybe they have uh, uh more body image issues for example. I mean, look, we, we get older, we, we uh, you know, saggy saggy happens, right? And and we gain weight a little bit, we we're not as firm as we once were. All of that is is part of getting older. Did you find that that had an impact for you, Mallory? I was concerned at the beginning when I decided to go on this quest. I was very concerned. I was 54 years old. I've had three children, and and I found that the men didn't care hmm. at all. It didn't matter to them. I, I, they were like, why are you worried about that? You're beautiful. You're sexy. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, and I... I didn't think I was, and they really didn't care. They were really more, hey, let's just enjoy the moment. Let's let's have a good time, and it didn't bother them as much as it bothered me. So what I'm getting then is that during that time, so you went from dutiful sex to finally owning your sexuality to finally having um, casual relationships with, with men, which made you actually feel better about yourself. Yes, absolutely, it did. It really raised me to such a good place so, uh, where I was so low before. Right, which is so different because when you look at the studies of younger people, like college-age students who engage in casual sex, the opposite happens to them, uh, to women especially, where they don't feel good about themselves in the end, and maybe because expectations are, are quite different. Mark, what about you as a guy? Any any body image issues or performance worries or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, like, uh, you know, I, I suffer occasionally from, uh, erectile dysfunction, you know, it's, uh, it comes with age, 
Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it always happens at the at the most inopportune time. Obviously, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, you never want it to happen. You so clearly, it, you never want it to happen. But you know, when it does happen, you're going, "Oh my God!" And she, and she always goes, "Is it me?" I go, "No, no, no. It's not you. Obviously, it's not you." <laughs> right. But but nonetheless, but you know what? The what 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 I find very very different is, and and you know what? A lot of guys probably will disagree with what I'm about to say. If I had a choice right now between some uh, little hottie that's uh, 24 years old or a mature um, woman, okay, I would take the mature woman. Okay. Why is that? The passion, the sensuality is all there. You're not going to find that uh, at that level with Hmm. someone that young. That's interesting, and I'm I'm curious to hear from our listeners at 514-800, is that where the allure is for older women, even younger men looking for older women? But as an older guy, do you think most guys, older men, like past 50, are looking for young, uh, young women, or are they in fact looking for women in their age category. So that's interesting. I'd love to hear some of your thoughts at 514. The other other point I'd like to make, too, is is that I've noticed younger women in their late 20s and in their 30s, they prefer guys that are much older because they, with an older guy, they're already aware and mature enough to know that the guy, it's not all about him. Oh, right. So less less uh, selfishness and egocentrism. Right. Uh, coming up, our uh, Boomer panel um, will discuss, uh, I want to talk about cluelessness about female sexuality that uh, unfortunately studies show there's a lot of cluelessness out there and we can talk about that. This is Passion on CJD 800. Recognize this song, my boomer panel. That's Carol King. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from Tapestry. <laughs> great album. Yeah, very great. Um, I want to share with our boomer panel and the, the passion community some texts here. First of all, we have Mark, who's with us. He's 61 years old and single. Mallory, who's 59 and uh, remarried in the last few years. Um, Let's uh, let me share a bit here. Hi, Lori. I'm 58 years old, and I'm on a dating site where I get offers from men who are at least 10 years younger than me. And I even had casual sex with a few before the pandemic, and it was great. So, uh, Mallory, can you relate to that? Oh yes, I can. The younger men were just swarming at me, even <gasps> though they knew my age. Really? And I'd be like, dude. You know, I have children your age, you know, <laughs> practically. And, to be, and and then I started asking them, so why? So why are you after? You know I'm 54 years old. Why? And there's one guy who was 30 years old, and he had said, you're so much more confident, and you're you're more independent, and you don't really need anything from men. You're, you're on your own. You're fine. You can take it or leave it. You're not dependent. And they loved that, and we, that we were a lot more sexual. Right. They found. Okay. That's interesting. Interesting take on that. Uh, A couple more. Um, Ultimately, you can't separate the person from the act. 
upheld immature selfish emotions, beliefs, and perceptions, just like their more evolved generous counterparts, will equally be undoubtedly and inevitably expressed and revealed during one's lovemaking and sexual practices alike. Well, you would think that the sexual practices would be rather selfish in people like that. Um, the other one, another one says, I'll take the 24-year-old every day of the year. Mark, your total disagreement with that one, I know. <laughs> Well, that's okay. He's entitled to his opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Everybody's entitled. Uh, dating apps. I don't know too much since I was actively on them for all of six weeks before meeting my girlfriend. I rapidly felt bad for how many nice, well-meaning boomer women seemed to be there and, from the comments and anecdotes, how many jerky men of whatever age seemed to be there too, sadly. Uh, this person wants to know, where are all these women? I'm 52 years old. But they're there, are they not? Are there not more women than men on these apps? Mark, you're, are you still on some of these dating apps? Uh, you know what? I get on occasionally when I'm bored and uh, strictly for entertainment. But, um, no, are there, are there women there? Oh, tons, tons. Okay. So, yes, there. Uh, I, someone says, I feel for Mark having bouts of erectile dysfunction. Guys almost universally appreciate their penises, and it's a major bummer if there are problems there. But you also have to understand and be realistic that as you get older, there will be occasional problems. If, of course, you have an erectile dysfunction that doesn't go away, that's a very different uh, situation, and that's uh, far more uh, physically... Um, an alert should be alerting you to other potential problems, but it's perfectly normal to, as you get older, for, to, for, to take a little longer, to need a little more stimulation, etc. So uh, you don't seem to feel bad for you, Mark. You just explain it, right? You, no, you just open you know, about it. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't happen all that often, but uh, when it, you know, it's it's just a drag when it does happen. Right. Uh, in my extended experience on the dating lines as a woman, I remarked both younger and older men alike are much more open towards dating older men as compared to a decade ago, interestingly. So this is uh, also interesting. Another mark says, uh, I am in the same camp as the last uh, caller, which I think it was you. Uh, more mature women are way more attractive. And another one says, good for these ladies if they enjoyed their encounters. So we're learning a bit uh, about uh, boomer sex and, and, you know, certainly dispelling myths to a lot of younger people who think that um, it may happen a lot far less or or not as good later on, whereas you both, I think, have said that your experiences in later life were better than your... Right. So sex gets better with age. Oh, yeah. I've always I've always said when I'm good, I'm very good, and when I'm bad, I'm even better. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, so I saw this this study, which I found really interesting. It said that 50% of men were unable to find a vagina on a diagram, but that's not all. 44% of women also couldn't locate it on a diagram. So my question is, do you know, and as a woman, Mallory, do you know yourself more now than, say, 30 years ago? Yes, I do. Okay. And do you think as men get older, they know women better too? Um, I think so. If I could speak 
you know, about my current husband, uh, he's always talked about, you know, just trying to stay in the loop with stuff. And if, for example, you know, I mean, something, you know, the kids are doing this and he'd be like, oh, I want to try this, you know, when, you know, all of a sudden they talk about women squirting and he'd be like, oh, I want to know about that. I want to know another way to give her pleasure. I want to know. So he was, he, you know, wanted to, I I don't even know how to call it, just keep up with. He wants to (laughs) explore. He's open-minded and and it's not just the same old, same old. Like he's open to. Absolutely. Right. To discovery, I should say, right? He's discovery and and, and a bit of experimentation. Yes. Mark, what do you think? Um, like especially with the women the older women you're with now or that you've had or you've dated do you see a better knowledge of their own bodies a more freeing of their own bodies or like what are you seeing yeah you know what i think women older women or i should say more mature women doesn't matter the age right i think they're i think they're okay with their bodies anyone who can look in the mirror and regardless of your body type you know what I mean? If you can say, if you can look at yourself in the mirror, getting out of the shower, and say, you know what, I'm not too bad looking. You know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. you're on the right track. Right. So you're finding that the self-esteem is probably better as women get older. Absolutely. Which is so interesting, right? Because our bodies are actually not as nice as when we were younger, but yet our self-esteem is better, and maybe because we are far less concerned about those imperfections now and, and more, you know, are, are, we're concerned about other things. Like these things don't seem to matter as much. And I think what Mallory said at the beginning is true is that if you ask men, they care far less about your body in terms of, of the imperfections than you do. They're not imperfections, they're features. Okay. Features. You know what? As as we get older, we see what are what's happening to our body. We see the gray hairs. You know, we see you know that that you know our our you know our skin is not as elastic. But we're all in the same boat, so we're really willing to look beyond the looks mm-hmm. and you know look at the personality, look at the intelligence. You know, look at their sexuality. We we know that looks. You know, I mean it's Eventually, we're we're just getting older and older. We're not getting right. really any younger. So why not appreciate the way we look? But then we're more willing to explore more about a person than their looks. I like that. On that note, uh, I love what you just said. That's great. And if there's one thing you would like to say to millennials or one, one myth you would bust uh, for our millennial listeners, Mark, what would it be? Well, we're the ones who wrote the book. Every generation thinks they wrote the well, book no, on sex. Wait, I'll put it this way, okay? Number one, number one, we had the best music in the 70s. We had the best music that was ever around. I mean, uh, it was uh, it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And, uh, you know, and we went from cocaine to Rogaine, you know? <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Uh, it was a pleasure, and uh, we had, it was a really fun conversation. Really appreciate you being on with us, Mark Mallory. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Larry. Take care. Uh, Thank you to Nicole, our technical producer tonight. Thank you all for listening and for all of your texts. A really fun night, I have to say. Uh, You can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website, drlori.com. Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion.